and welcome to another episode of Drive with the Healthy Entrepreneur. My name is Rebecca Corbett and I'm the Healthy Entrepreneur and you're going to be with me for the next 10 minutes of my drive to work. Yeah, yeah, don't be jealous. My drive is only 10 minutes. <laughs> it used to be 45. So, you know, I feel you, all of you out there doing the long commute today. So this week, what I want to talk about is, um, you know, doing things the way that they've always been done. So it's a really conservative approach in business and I want to talk about the pros and cons. So at the moment, we have a lot of fires um, in my home state of Queensland. We do have one um, burning close to us. It's not anywhere near my house, but it is close enough that we do have a really, really smoky atmosphere at the moment. Um, I've been suffering from tonsillitis lately, so my throat isn't the best, but you will be able to hear a bit of a croak in my voice. Um, That smoke is really impacting everyone. And there's a lot of um, noise at the moment about um, how we don't really backburn anymore. Now, I'm not that old. (laughs) I'm in my 30s, but... I remember when I was a kid, and God, doesn't that sentence make you feel old? Um, But I remember when I was a kid that we used to do backburning, and I, um, we grew up, um, half my childhood was close to the beach, and then the rest of my childhood was out in the bush. And they would backburn quite often, and and we would see it as kids and ask mum and dad, and dad would explain, you know, when when it's winter and um it's not as hot and we don't have you know like as much winds and things like that in our particular part of the world we do some backburning it's controlled it's when um there's ideal weather conditions for it and they backburn the forest um the bush near houses specifically Um, And this does two things. One, it means that all that underbrush in the bush um, is cleared out so that when we are in high fire danger, um, there's nothing left to burn um, and it saves houses. So we have a bit of a clearance for houses. But also, the bush actually needs fire to regenerate. I'm not sure if you know this. It's quite interesting. Um, Go and have a look a couple of months or especially after a really good bit of rain when we've had a fire somewhere and you will see trees that are just absolutely black from fire but then the most vibrant green shoots from the ground it is just amazing so our um, bushland here in Queensland in Australia it needs the fire to actually regenerate it's it's I studied it in school it's just the most fascinating thing for me so doing that um, back burning it actually helps the bush as well but it was mostly to control for fires in the summer so at some point along the way we've stopped doing that and I'm not sure why I don't know the reasonings behind it but we've stopped doing it and in the last couple of months some fires have been lit by men yes correct um and some fires have just broken out because of um whatever reason you know like the sun can just catch leaves on fire in particular conditions and things like that but either way natural um or man lit um these fires are threatening homes because no no back burning has been done and so now firefighters are fighting fires in less than optimal conditions and they're really fighting against the elements and it really got me thinking like at the moment 
in the business world. It's been quite interesting. I feel really privileged to have been born when I was. I used to say that I was born um, a few generations too late for my taste in music. There's so many bands I would have loved to have seen live. Um, But I actually feel really privileged to have been born when I did. So I got to see the world before we had huge amounts of technology. You know, yeah, we had washing machines. For that, I'm grateful that I didn't have to hand wash clothes. But we didn't have smartphones. We didn't have computers in every house. I didn't have a computer in my house until I hit about, I think it might have been grade 9 or 10. Um, And either way, we didn't have it. really good internet connection and you had to get everyone off the phone and be able to use it you can only use it for about 10 minutes before your internet ran out all that jazz um but I'm really glad that I saw that um and then I've grown most of the technology boom has actually happened since I've left school um the 10 years after I left school um technology progressed way faster than the 10 the last 10 years of school so I saw the way that things were done, but I'm now seeing the way things are being done now. And I was also involved with business. I didn't have my own businesses, but I was involved with business when I was younger. I've always been, um, you know, right-hand person to managers and things like that. I purposely put myself in, in that position and constantly was learning from them and being mentored by um, the CEOs and the managers. Um, And now I'm actually in a position where I'm mentoring businesses and I'm seeing these businesses start. And I mean, we've never had an easier time to start business. We can Google how to do it. We can um, apply for an ABN online and get it almost instantly unless you're bringing back an old ABN. You can register a business name immediately. We never used to be able to do that. You used to have to go to the office, fill in paperwork and then find out if it was available and then try again. you know, it's never been easier. There are people online with information out there for free telling you how to do business. But what we have is um, the world of social media. Um, now, you've heard me before say that it's just a tool. Um, but there are people building businesses off of the back of social media. Now, that was once easier to do with Facebook. It's a little harder now. Um, and people are now complaining about that. You know, they think of a name, they um, put it on Facebook. They order in some products or they do drop shipping. They launch their website and then three days later when they haven't made a sale, I see them posting on business groups. Oh, I haven't made a sale and I've been launched for three days and I don't know why. What marketing are you doing? Oh, well, I have a Facebook page. Yeah, but what marketing are you doing? Well, I'm posting to Facebook. Yes, but what marketing are you doing? It really frustrates me. Um, But... It doesn't mean that the new ways of doing things are bad and it doesn't mean that the old ways of doing things were better or worse. I really feel like we need to merge the two together. So we can do all of the research under the sun and find out why something might be bigger, better, faster, stronger. But we need to have real world experience with that So, you know, it may not always be better. I was talking to a client recently who has a ginger farm and he was explaining to me the differences in how the ginger used to be and how they would get the next lot of ginger from the old ginger plants um, and they would continue on. And now they're using tissues that have been cultured in a lab and they've been doing this for a number of years now. And he was just mentioning that he has noticed he has a small crop that he's been cultivating the old way 
and he has noticed that the new way of doing it, um, it it's sort of susceptible to a lot of the diseases and um, bugs or whatever they call the ginger. I'm sorry, I'm not a ginger farmer. But the old way of doing it, they're not as susceptible. They seem to be a little bit stronger. And so I think we really need to monitor things in the real world, exactly like this ginger, and have a look. Does this new way actually work? Like, don't don't throw the baby out with the bathwater with the old way. If you're going to take on a new way of doing something, maybe try and keep some of those old principles. So those of you who are under 30, who are employees, business owners, whatever, and you're having a look at some people and looking at the way that they used to do things and you think, oh my goodness, why are they still doing that? Like, they should be doing this. Maybe actually pay attention to those older people in your industry. Just have a look and ask questions. How did you used to do it? What kind of results did you get from that? You know, how fruitful was that for you? And those of you who are over, say, well, over 30, but maybe over 40, um, and you're looking at these young ones, you go, oh, these young ones today, they don't know how hard we had it, and, you know, they're just doing this, that, and the other. Ask them why. Find out what kind of results they're getting. Share some knowledge, and you might actually be able to team up, work together, and create something that is just super amazing. You know, our marketing that we used to do, there's some marketing techniques that we used to do that is now kind of, sort of um, put in that world of traditional marketing. And some of it works really well and it's been forgotten about. And then social media posting on Facebook, yeah, it's great. And Facebook ads are bloody powerful when they're done right. But if you can remember some of those traditional marketing methods and apply them to what you're doing, you can actually create something that is basically indestructible. So I want you to remember that next time you're talking to someone younger or older than you. And when you feel yourself rolling your eyes and thinking, oh, they just have no idea, stop for a second and listen. Ask some questions. Doesn't mean that you need to change everything that you're doing, but just ask some questions. You don't have anything to lose. Have a chat with each other. Don't stand there fighting with each other and trying to convince each other that you're right and they're wrong. Actually listen and have an engaging conversation and you just never know what you might learn. All right, that's it from me this week. Um, I want you to have an amazing weekend. Pardon me. Have an amazing weekend. Um, And I want you to actually make sure that you're taking some downtime this weekend. I've been um, bad for it lately, working weekends and working nights to try and get through a project. But I have a cutoff date for that sometime in December. And after that, that's it. You know, if I'm not done with what I was trying to get done, too bad. It has to get done in my small amount of time. So if you were thinking about working this weekend, I want you to make sure that you are scheduling out some downtime, some downtime for you. Go and spend some time with the kids, the dogs, the cats by yourself. Go and enjoy the beautiful beach. We're having some amazing weather right now. All right, go get back to work. Stop procrastinating. Bye.